So, you've got an idea for a business. The store of your dreams. There's just one thing to figure out. Everything. That's why Shopify's all-in-one commerce platform makes it easy to sell online, in person, and everywhere else. Sell on social media? Source products with an app to get that first sale feeling. It's the only solution that gives you everything you need to sell everywhere you want. So when you're ready to bring your idea to life, power it up with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. She has arrived. Reported live. Well, hello. Good morning. Good morning. Talk about making an entrance, huh? Seriously. She's arrived. That was awesome. <laughs> Is Sorry, that why you're like, you just needed an entrance like that today? <laughs> I promise you it is not true. <laughs> Sorry to interrupt. There's no way for me to come on quietly when I when my phone chimes on, it starts the recording. That's okay. We haven't we haven't started. We were just getting ready to get started, and Amanda came on. All right. How is everyone this morning? Good. Good. How about you? Um, I'm pretty good. For the most part, sorry, I'm just trying to get out to my little spot. In the out of doors. Oh. Oh, it's breezy out here today. <sighs> well, does anybody want to check in about how their week has been, or did you guys already do that? No, we have not. All right. Does anybody want to? Hi, does everybody just want to go back to sleep? I'll, I'll, kick, I'll kick it off. This is Ellen. Hey, Ellen. Hello. Happy 4th of July, everyone. Happy Independence Day. Um, my week was sort of like only okay. Um, I think that exploring new ideas stirs stuff up. And um, I had a lot of dreams and um, I think the material is working on me, like on my subconscious. Um, but I did some more research. I'm still trying to get my head around a certain way. <laughs> um, and if you guys got my email, I, I found some information about uh, Waddle's terminology that was really helpful for me. And... Uh, but I'm really drawn to the book, so I'm excited to. I'm, I'm excited for the journey, even though I feel kind of stirred up. That's my check-in. Thank you. Hi, it's Michelle. Good morning. Good morning. I um, I just wanted to. This, when I read this, I had to read it twice because I it, it wasn't sticking. In my in my head, I couldn't comprehend it very well. I might might have been somewhere else at the time in my head, but um, what what I kept thinking about as I read this chapter and the way my week's going or my life, I should say, is it keeps reminding me about goals and where my passion is and what it is I really want to do. Um, because I'd say probably in the last couple of years, I haven't had any solid goals. I mean, I've had short-term goals, but nothing where my passion lies. So I, this, this is having me, it, it, it's causing me to think about, um, you know, what tide I'm going to ride, what, what, what it is that I'm doing and how to follow my heart. So that's, that's what, that's kind of how my week's been. I've, I've had another kind of a, sh- a shift in um, talking about finances. It, it, there's been a huge shift um, with some uh, family properties. Um, and so that's happened in the last week. Mm, 
other than that, I mean, I've had some other personal things happen that have kind of derailed me on a personal level. Um, but other than that, that's just what keeps coming up with that, you know, goals. I've, I've got to create some goals about where, where it is I want to be and what it is I want to do. So that's my check-in. I'll go next. This is Amanda. <clears throat> I um I had a wild week. I uh I um I had to tell my family that I'm moving. It was time and um I was telling Cheryl last night that it feels like it's funny to watch what my mind is trying to convince me of. <laughs> mm-hmm that, you know, it's all going to be hard and they're all going to react this way. And um, what this week has been showing me is that um, I've done all of the hard work. I've been doing it for years, and now I'm enjoying the results of all my work, that this is much easier than I anticipated because I'm in a completely different headspace and heart space. And... um and I'm laughing, you know the, I don't know what chapter it is. I've been listening to the, the four, and I've been getting them all mixed up, trying to tell people, you know, like tell my sister about it, whatever. Let's listen to this chapter. Oh, crap, it's not in there. It's in the next. <laughs> Fortunately, they're all very short on the audible. But, um, yeah, I think that there was, a, there was one part where they were talking about, you know, if you want your dream house, um, you know, it will be, it's like, you know, you just basically imagine it up, right? And set all your energy and it starts to move things into motion. The contractors start to orchestrate and all of this. And you guys remember that part for, you know, those of you who have been listening to those other chapters? Yeah. And I, and I thought it's funny because that's what I've been working on for the last six months is the the dream house. Like, we're moving. And so... You know, we've been in that conversation of, like, what can we afford and what do we really want and that question of, you know, can we really have what we really want without working harder for it, you know, Um, and it being too much of a a painful stretch financially. And and, um, so, you know, a few months ago we (laughs) – we sat down as a family and we wrote out everything we wanted and we put all of our, you know, things that are beyond necessity, like, you know, those desires of the heart. I want a jacuzzi tub. I'd really love a double oven. Uh, you know, those things that are like, yeah, I'd settle for a house without it, but ideally. And um, we got a tour of the house that is my friend's who lives up there that I went to stay with um, yesterday. And I'd seen, you know, I'd been in the house for a few days, but I was so focused on trying to find another house that I didn't really pay attention to the house. And um, so she's giving me a virtual tour yesterday, and I look back and, like, all three of us are teary-eyed watching this tour because it literally, I want to say it's like 95% of what we put on that list. And um, wow. so it was just really cool to see this whole thing, like, have such a a clear uh, manifestation of this, you know, getting clear and doing the the next right action and as much as you can do in a day and all of those things and holding the thought and, you know, there is a part of me that's still like, oh, my God, can we afford this house? But, you know. I know that ways don't get made without the ways to um, make them good, you know. I wouldn't be given it if I was, you know. The universe doesn't drop us on our heads after it gives us what we want. So um, it's just funny to watch that whole process while I'm in this experience with you guys reading the book. So that is my check-in. Wonderful. Hey, Sean. Really cool. 
I guess it's up to me now. Anybody there? Oh, I, yep, can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah, we're uh, here. I just had my had, had you on I had myself on mute. Yeah, me too. Can you guys hear me? Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, my week has been interesting. I've been down with food poisoning all weekend, so um, gotta love that. And you know, I just had to laugh at myself because I was, I, it, it was not pretty. Um, <clears throat> and I am so dry, like I'm so thirsty, but I just am not able to keep anything in right now. So while I was sitting on the commode yesterday, I started laughing to myself thinking, just go with me for a second. So I started laughing to myself because I've always thought it might be, you know, people do like a colon cleanse, you know, where they go and get a cleanse and they pay all this money. And so I was having a good laugh at myself saying, you know what, I didn't have to pay any extra money and I'm getting cleansed. Like the whole thing is just washing on out of me. So... um <laughs> It just allowed me to have a sense of humor about it because, you know, it was just no fun. And so, uh, but all I could think about is that part in the, you know, in the chapters for 7-Eleven and 14, whichever one it is, um, and where it talks about um, believing in the truth regardless of appearances, Mm -hmm. which seems to be my ongoing lesson right now. And so even though appearances were, you know, that I was really freaking sick, um, what I was believing in was the truth of being healthy, like feeling healthy and things being okay. And so I just started going into the place of of uh, kind of joking with God about, you know, these are some serious appearances right now, but I'm going to believe in health. So I just kept doing that over and saying that over and over to myself. And um, within two hours, like at least uh, – after two days of not being able to go anywhere because I had to stay within 10 feet of a bathroom, um, everything like stopping, just like stopped. I was actually able to even go to the grocery store and get some medicine to at least stop, you know, the continued flow of things and um, get some Gatorade. And so the whole time I'm just thinking to myself, just believing in health and believing in health and believing in health. So I just mostly was having a, like in an odd way, like having a sense of humor about what was happening yesterday. But I just kept with that line of, you know, perfect health regardless of appearances, you know, because it talks about health regardless of appearances or wealth regardless of appearances of, of you know, debt or poverty or whatever. And... Um, and always believing the truth regardless, um, which is, you know, that's always been a work in progress for me when I've thought about, you know, these kinds of teachings. And so I can't explain it exactly, but there was something that happened that felt like that landed in a different way this week. So um, I'm trying to be grateful for the way the lesson came. I'm not sure I'm entirely there yet, but I'm grateful that... Uh, I can get in the car and drive for 20 minutes now. So I am grateful for that. But so it's a work in progress. So anyways, um, yeah, it's been, a, it's been an odd week. So I, I feel like actually things are shifting. I don't know if they're shifting or shitting. I don't know which, but maybe a little bit of both. Just a letter. <laughs> Just a few letters, the difference. Exactly. Uh, anyways. So, yeah, it's been an interesting time. Very detailed, but I'm just saying it was stuff moving figuratively and literally. Maybe maybe you're really getting rid of the belief physically. Mm. You know, maybe you, like, released enough that you're releasing it. I, when, oh, my, oh. When, when Aaron... Um, came home from Australia 
I was working with an intuitive at the time, and she said, "Is his um, he's in he's like doing a really serious purge right now." And I started laughing because he'd been on the toilet for two weeks after he got home, and um, and I was like, "What is this? It's not a bug, but intuitively, I just know knew that something that." It happened for him, and he's getting rid of something. And she was like, wow, that was so such amazing medicine for him to be on his own in a land that has such wonderful medicine for him. He has some sort of connection that when he got home, it was like everything that doesn't line up with that, out. <laughs> so I don't know for what it's worth. <laughs> Thanks. I'll take that. <laughs> I will take that. That's another. So what about? Oh, sorry. Sorry, go ahead. Nope, go ahead. I was going to say that um, that's another crazy thing that happened this week. In between all these conversations I've been having, and um, you know, the first week that I'm not taking payroll from this situation that I'm in right now, and all the stuff that that's bringing up for me, and just watching it all, and then I go and I do a client session on Friday. And I'm doing it with my little sister. She's got a position with this lady as well. And it was just so fun to watch because halfway through the day, um, she's like, they've they've built this amazing business, and um, now it's just about giving back. Like now, now it's a game. Like hey, let's see if we can get to the point where we can live a really luxurious life with everything that we want on 10% of what we make. Like that's their mindset and give the rest away. And so she'll do things like in the middle of a session where we're trying to support her with our talents, right? She's like, so she's turns to my sister, she's like, so how much are you making right now at the job that you're working at? Well, I'm making minimum wage right now, but I'm up for review in a month, you know. And you could just see her, like, you could see the incongruence, like, uh, for her to say minimum wage felt wrong for her. She knows she's worth more. And um, as far as the, on the, you know, an hourly pay scale. And um, and so this client just kept going with her, you know, in this conversation. She was like, well, what if I paid you $25 an hour? Because I'm hearing that you're having a hard time, like, doing the work nine to five and it's exhausting you and you're doing work for clients that you don't really aren't excited about. What if I paid you $25 an hour and you just worked half that time just on my business? You'd be making the same amount, get all of your time back. And if you want to work more, we have tons of work. And it was just so fun to watch, you know, someone come from that space of living in such abundance and that her mindset is so outside of her own um, her own experience of creating abundance. Like now it's so on, how can I bless the people around me and bring them into the same way of thinking and experiencing life where it can be easier, <laughs> you know, just changing a few, just changing the approach a little bit. That was also kind of a fun thing playing in the background. She kind of looked at me and my sister and said, there's more room for you here. And I started laughing thinking about one of those chapters where he talks about always being bigger than the space that you're in, the person of advancement. So I was playing Mm -hmm. that for her on the way home because it's something that I realized I used to call a a bad thing because I'd outgrow places very quickly. Um. You know, even in the program that we were in, Cheryl, right, like there was this point, I remember being in the back of the room and having this feeling like, oh, my God, I don't belong back here anymore, and how scary it was for me to think about having to belong in the front of the room, like that's where my energy was getting bigger and wanted to go, and um, so it's kind of cool that I feel like this is, there's all these little things happening that are affirming every time I'm sitting down with this content. So anyway. Sorry, second time. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah, cool story. Love it. 
I want to get to that space where I'm not thinking so much about my own day-to-day and my monthly and being ready for the future. And, like, I can just be really present and how can I help other people, you know, have the same experience. Such a cool thing. I was having a hard time remembering what she was saying because I was just so in awe of the experience. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> this is amazing. Wait, what did you say? <laughs> I know I have a task after this. <laughs> so, anyway. Love it. Love it. Well, I have to say in this chapter three, there was a whole bunch of stuff that jumped out for me. I don't know about anybody else. But, um, like there was a few things, like the there is abundance of opportunity for the man who will go with the tide instead of trying to swim against it. Good God, how many times I've done that in my life. And I love the line about the visible supply is practically inexhaustible. And the invisible supply really is inexhaustible. I was like, whoa. Had to read that one like five times. I loved that line so much. And that new forms are constantly being made and older ones are dissolving, but all our shapes assumed by one thing. So it's like new is forming, old is dissolving, new is forming, old is, is dissolving on a perpetual basis. So there's a bunch more, but those were a couple of them that just kind of jumped out at me. Are there any other concepts that jumped out for anybody else? Hi, it's it's Ellen, and... Uh... I, you know, the one sentence that popped out for me in this chapter is, you may have just said this, uh, there's an abundance of opportunity for the man who will go with the tide instead of try to swim against it. And uh, I know that lately I've been kind of feeling like I'm swimming against the tide. Uh, I don't know if it's the time of year, but um, sales have slowed down, slowed down in my business. And um, I I feel like I'm swimming against the tide, but I don't I don't know if it's just the time of year or not. Um, but that that sentence really really resonated with me, and it's a good topic for me to do some meditation on. Usually, when I do some meditation, uh, I get little intuitive thoughts of which direction to go next. Is that one of the yeah, senses you mentioned? It is, yeah. That one hopped out at me, too, because I yeah. feel like I've spent a lot of time going against the the flow rather than with it. Yeah, me too. That one hit me. And I I had a session with someone recently who was like, you need to just walk away from all forms of stress. And I was like, well, that sounds amazing, but really... And, um, you know, when I think about the money piece, like, I have this one client that just exhausts me. Like, you know, all the other clients and all the other types of work that I do, they energize me. You know, they make me, like, excited to do my work. And I get off a session, I can just keep running with whatever else I need to do. But, man, this one, she just makes me, I just, ugh. So I'm going to fire her this week. (laughs) I'm going to do it in love, but I'm going to be, you know, here, I found a replacement for you cause, because it's a drain. Like, the money that she's paying me isn't worth it, especially because what's-her-face last week was like, hey, how about I pay you two and a half times that so that you can just come work for me? Okay. When it's not a, that stressful situation. So that's where, like, I realized that piece was like, where am I, where am I running against my flow, you know, and that one popped out. 
That's cool. I love it. Well, there's all sorts of things that came up for me. One was the one that you, the two of you mentioned about the uh, the tide. Um, when I go against the tide, I, it has caused me to um, to lose a couple of careers because I I fight it, <laughs> thinking that um, you know that I, my way is the right way and their way is the wrong way and um, so that was a reminder to me um, to just go with the way it's going, um, as long as it's ethical and all of that good stuff. But when I'm when I'm listening to all of this, um, there there was a an incident that happened this week that I really needed to probably be reminded of something with my ex-husband. I'm still connected to him financially. We're divorced legally but connected financially and mainly because I have a fear of not having money or I have a fear of not having um, him to, to, to back me up and um, <laughs> the the greater fear is that he can because we're financially connected still um, that he can he, he could cause some pretty um, serious damage to my finances. And why I never thought that before, I have no idea. But an incident that occurred this week reminded me that, oh my God, I got to separate my finances from this man. Um, so it, it it's scary for me. And so hearing hearing you guys share, I'm thinking to myself, Maybe this is the you know this is the right way or this is the certain way of thinking. Um, I don't know that, but I know that what what I'm in right now with him, I'm I'm fighting I'm fighting a, a, I'm fighting the way it I think it needs to go or it's going. Um, I'm listening to all of this and I'm thinking, okay, I gotta. I gotta sell some stuff. You know, we have some assets. I think I need to sell, and I just have dragged my feet. And uh, anyways, it's just a reminder to me that um, I get taken advantage of. I allow myself to be taken advantage of financially, and I swore I was never gonna grow up to be like my mother. And I'm, and I'm. And it's hitting me all right now. Like, oh my gosh. I'm I'm allowing people to take advantage of me financially. It's one thing for me to be giving, and that's another thing for me to be taken advantage of or allowing people to. So I don't know that that's what's coming up for me right now as everyone's sharing these beautiful stories. <laughs> um so I just needed to say that out loud. Wow. Wow, great chair. Thank you. Thanks, Shell. Mm-hmm. The other thing in that, that book that I was just going to say that this chapter is that when it when it talks about you know things things are are constantly reinvented or reproduced and um, that's where I start thinking my, about my goals. It's like Michelle, you have some really great ideas, and then I have a self doubt of yeah, well maybe not. <laughs> But um, why not? Why not just try it if it feels right? I need to say that also.
Yeah, I'm kind of into the space of I'm still in the space of what's the next one step I can take. Because when I start thinking about having to do the whole thing, it's like, then it just gets very large. So what's the next one step I can take? And then what's the next one step after that? And I'm still in that spot of just what's the next one step? Because once I take that, then more things open up. But it's taking this step. It's, you know, that, that chapter about the advancing man or whatever. It's, you know, just 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 taking the next one step because that's the thing that makes me, you know, be fuller than my place, I guess, or larger than the place that I'm in. And so just understanding, you know, what's the next one thing I need to take? What's the next one step I need to take? So, you know, I'm, I have my next one step I need to take when I, you know, get home from here and I actually already have an appointment scheduled with that person to have a discussion about the next one step I want to take for this, you know, mixing racing and the business theory stuff that I that I want to try out. So I've already emailed with the person and we're both getting back into town on the 8th. And so the week of the 11th, we're going to get together and talk. So because, you know, I want to do this thing of mixed business and racing in a certain kind of way. And, um, and because he already has a racing business and he already will allow people to have like an event inside of his event. And he has the track rental and he does all of that stuff. And so I can have, you know, people that are attending something with me, I can actually have them register through him, I think. And then they're signed up for his event. So that helps to get the registration taken care of for the actual racing event itself and insurance riders and all that stuff is taken care of by having them attend his event and my event together. So it's like a cooperative um, anyways, and so he said he does that all the time. So I have an appointment to talk to him next week about um, what the financial um, picture is around that so I can understand financially what that looks like. So, and then I don't have to have the time and equipment. I don't have to set up the track. I don't have to have course workers. So, you know, to put on one event, I know how much it costs to put on one event because I used to put these on. And so, you know, if it costs me anything less than, you know, about three grand. And uh, I'm so far ahead of the game, it's not even funny. So I'm going to see what I can work out with him to be able to do that. And it just takes away a whole bunch of headaches to at least let me take the next step. Ultimately, I want to run my own events and I want to be at my own discretion. And I want to be able to set my own schedule entirely. But it's about, um, in one of the other chapters, it also talks about... um, just being willing to advance from where you are, even if it's not basically like the dream picture of where you want to be. So the dream picture of where I want to be is running my own events entirely all on my own. And um, I'm getting really at peace and grateful with the idea of getting to partner with somebody else because it takes a whole bunch of headaches away in the beginning of things I don't now have to deal with that I would if I were doing all of that all on my own. So which, you know, kind of goes also a little bit with, um, you know, this this chapter. The other thing that I love in this chapter is when it says, nature is an inexhaustible storehouse of riches. The supply will never run short. Original substance is alive with creative energy and is constantly producing more forms. And, and if you heard, and the way that I got hooked up with this guy is I used to go to his events. Um, and then he, somebody forwarded me an email where he was posting to hire a general manager. And so I went to meet with him because I knew that I was more than qualified to do it, both from a business standpoint, but also from the world of racing and understanding what it takes to put on an event. And so as soon as he got the email from me that I was interested in learning more about it, he responded immediately and said, yeah, let's meet, which, I, which we did. And so I met with him, and the first thing that I did is talk him, try and talk him out of hiring a general manager. And uh, and he said, do you realize it's a little bit unusual for somebody to come to interview for a job that they're telling me I shouldn't be posting for, right? 
And I go, well, I do, but uh, a good general manager should be telling you this anyways. So, you know, it's not really what you need. You don't need the overhead burden and the titleitis that comes from that. You just don't need all the ills that come from that, and you could have what you want without having all that. And um, anyway, so when we were talking about the other stuff, I asked, I told them about this idea that I had to um, potentially rent a run group in his event. And he said, yeah, we do it all the time. We can talk about it some more. But I, he had to go because he was, had a meeting with a sponsor. So anyways, I feel like, you know, I wasn't actually there to talk about that. But as a fluke, I brought it up in that meeting. And it kind of all has unfolded since then. So he and I have been emailing back and forth while I've been up here. And he's in, I guess, London right now. So he'll be back on the same day as me. He'll be back in the States the same day as me. So anyways. Oh, my God, that's so exciting. Right? Yay. Yeah, that's great. So great, because those of you that are in the area are probably going to get to be my, you know, guinea pigs. So just FYI. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna need I'm gonna need some. And it's probably gonna be a couple of months before I actually pull it together. So, you know, Amanda, maybe you should come back for a visit. I don't know. I I'm just definitely saying. will. Well, you know what? That's the, another funny thing. I have to tell you, hilarious. It's like realizing the people that I wanna hang out with are the people who think this way too. Like that lady, right? Like I'm just gonna come back. It's not gonna be a financial issue. I love that. Let's do it. I'm there already. You know I have to be at your first event. I would think so, right? It's exciting. Yep. Scary to to feed into what you were talking about, Shell. It's the same thing. It's a self-doubt. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I guess the only reason is because I feel like I'm trying to marry things together that people don't normally marry together. People mm-hmm. do, you know, they do that, like, uh, team-building stuff. But what I'm talking about is something different. Because at the end of the team building, everybody goes back to the office and there's no business outcome that gets leveraged while they're off doing the team building event. And that's the piece that I see missing all the time. And that's the part that I'm good at. Um, And so being able to take a couple things that I love and put it all into this one thing. And so there's still details I need to work out, but I only have to figure out the next one step, which is talking to Aaron next week. So... So I, you know, it's it's I'm I really want to be in this place of nature is an inexhaustible storehouse of riches. Like the supply will never run short, never. That's a big word, never. We love it. Mm-hmm. Wow. I love that. And I love the part about you being open to doing the next thing that isn't exactly the ideal thing, but it's a step towards the ideal thing. That's a thing right there. Yeah, the feeling like I have to have the whole thing figured out always trips me up. There was a a paragraph in the the very last paragraph of this um, chapter. You are not kept poor by lack of supply of riches. It is a fact which I shall demonstrate a little farther on that even the resources of the formless supply are at the command of the man or the woman who will act and think in a certain way. That was huge for me both figuratively and, and, and uh, literally. It just, um, it goes back to that certain way of what the heck is it, but I, I think intuitively, I think it's, it, for me, it's um, doing the right thing or um, staying in love, staying in, in kindness and following your heart. Um, and I you know, and and in this last event that kind of rocked, took me off my track uh, this last week, um, I can I can go back to that thinking, that old way of thinking for me, um, and 
here reading, reading, and there were tons of things that I, I think I read this chapter maybe three times, um, and some paragraphs maybe up to four or five times, just because I'm like, okay, I gotta, I gotta understand this. Um, and it just reminds me, it reminds me of, of my my father, who um, is probably the most generous man, uh, very principle based, but very generous. Uh, he, you know, I've got to get a new car, and I, you know, I said, Dad, I, I, I hope I can, I can do this. And he said, Well, you know, I'm getting a raise from the VA, so if you need any cash, I can help you. Um, and that's who he is, and that's that's who I want to be like. You know, when it comes to, I mean, my dad has an abundance, and um, I just want to I want to be that way and not be fearful um, of, the, of not of not having. I don't want fear to drive um, my decisions. So that last paragraph was um, was really powerful for me too. Sound like a Debbie Downer. <laughs> no, that one was nope. That one was powerful for me too. Shall I have stars written in my book all around that paragraph? Yeah. Hmm. And you are that generous person. Well, I don't know. I get confused about between generosity and um, being taken advantage. I don't know if I'm being. T- I don't know if I allow people to take advantage of me. I think to some degree I do, but um, I have a philosophy that money comes and it goes. And um, you know, I, ha- I have enough to live, so I'm good. Like that's how my mind thinks. Um, I'm not homeless. Um, you know, I'm definitely not starving. So if I, you know, if I keep that mentality of, you know, it comes and it goes, and sometimes it, it it comes in nice big tidal wave flows, and sometimes it doesn't. I you know sometimes it's, you know, uh, it comes in uh, <laughs> little tiny waves, and that's okay. But I'm I'm good. I'm good either way. Hmm. You just gotta remember to stay with the t- stay with the flow. Go with the flow of the tide. Hmm. Hey Cheryl, I think that's great. I just want to say that about the um, the connection that you made with the with the racing piece. Thank you. That's 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 exciting to hear. Yeah, it was for me too. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I just when you told me about it, I went okay. Well, that's the next job. That's like where I went in my head because it just seems like a no-brainer for me. But um, yeah, I'm glad I'm glad that connection happened. Thank you. So um, I I just want to say a couple of things about the certain way because I can hear that it's still kind of a tripping point. Um, and the rest of the book basically talks about what the certain way is. But the certain way is understanding that you know things that things are formed from our thoughts, and so it kind of starts with our thoughts and our thinking. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's a part of the certain way is understanding that our thoughts turn into things and that and that when things start to come to us if we express gratitude for all of the things that come to us more stuff comes to us because gratitude is actually the channel between us and the divine and so the gratitude is the channel where the things happen 
And then there's the doing things in an efficient way, which is the chapter 11. So chapter 7 is gratitude. Chapter 11 is doing things in an efficient way. And it gives a formula about what that is, that efficient way is. And, um, you know, doing things successfully, like doing as much as we can do on any given day, but not overworking, not underworking, not overworking. Um, doing that day's work, but not doing, you know, a week's work in a day kind of a thing is what they talk about. And then the the advancing man or the advancing person is about being becoming larger than your place. So about, you know, doing what we can do where we are, but then all, then doing more than just what we would need to do to stay where we are. So, you know, what's the bigger thing we can do than to just stay where we are? So, like, for me, the bigger thing for me to do, the, the big, big-time play for me is that I really want to have my own facility, you know, my own retreat center with my own little skid pad there where we can do these autocross events right there. And, it, you know, it, and it doesn't need to be any bigger than a football field in order to have this racetrack there because it's a slow technical track, right? And so the big time play is have this facility where I can host events, other people can come in and speak, where there's a bunch of things going on. So that's the big term play. That's the vision of where I want to get. But the next one action I can take that makes me bigger than my place is to take the next action to meet up with this guy and find out how I can camp myself inside of his event. And so that's being bigger than my current place. Because my current place, I don't have all the resources at my disposal to do the big time play. But I do have the resources to take the next step, which is to meet with him and figure out financially what would it take. Because that's, you know, that's been a thing in my head of how do I, you know, get the event insurance and do all the stuff that I have to do, particularly for that kind of a thing, because it's racing. So there's, you know, there's a little bit more of a burden of liability than in maybe other events. So to get a lot of that stuff taken care of. So... To be bigger than my place means to not just stay and doing the same thing different day, but what's the next one bigger thing that I can do that gets me closer to the thing that I want to do and gets me outside of just whatever the current spot is. And so those are some of the components of the certain way. It's thinking in a certain way, which includes gratitude, acting in a certain way, which includes efficient action. And he explains what that is in Chapter 11. And then, you know... And then chapter 14, which is being an advancing person and what that means. And so there's more to it than just those things. But the certain way is thinking in a certain way and then using our time, our leisure time, to be in the imaginative space of the thing that we want to have and having discipline about defaulting to being grateful and knowing that things are okay even if appearances show something else. And so that's the biggest thing for me is not going into the default of believing the appearances when the truth is something else. <laughs> and that, that's the thing that I'm currently, that's the thing that I'm currently like, that's where my growth is right now. So like you want to push a button, just have me be physically sick and then believe in, in perfect health while I'm in the midst of physical, the appearance of physical illness, right? So and it was just this like thing of me believing in perfect health regardless of the circumstances that were appearing. And, you know, because on the bigger scope of things, I am perfectly healthy. I mean, in the truer sense of the word, I'm perfectly healthy. Right? I mean, whatever that is, I'm alive. And if I'm alive, okay, it's perfect health. And when I pass from this plane to the next one, I don't know what that alive over there is going to look like, but I imagine there's a perfect health over there. And in the in the larger scope of things, in the in the spirit world, I'm perfectly healthy. And so I think it's being able to move easily between the physical world and the spirit world, and being able to hold the balance of those. And I don't have it all figured out. It's just I'm just saying those are the pieces that I put together of part of what the certain way is. So I don't know if that's helpful or not, but those are the pieces that I've kind of put together. Yes, that was that was helpful. Yeah, that was awesome. Thank you. I love that concept of uh, uh, I really what you just said about um, and you know I am healthy in the larger sense of the word, 
that really resonates for me on a on a you know my business and my financial stability and my I'm pushing I'm trying to push through to another level and it's gotten me into a little bit of thinking like negatively and nothing is working out which is it's not my nature to think that way uh but when I take a step back and I look at the bigger picture, I'm doing much, much better than I'm giving myself credit for. So thank you. Thank you, Cheryl, for what you just said. Yeah, I'm glad it was helpful. All right, everybody. Well, I need to get back to work here so that I can make use of the spot that I'm in. (laughs) So does anybody have anything else before I go? (laughs) No. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll be back in Southern California next week, so I'll be calling in from home. I'm excited about that. So super grateful to have been here, and I'm looking forward to going home, too. So I'll catch all of you all on the other end. All right. All right. right. Thanks. You too. Bye. Bye, Bye, everybody. Bye-bye. Talk to you next week. Hey, have a good week. You too.